Before we get going with today's podcast, I just want to jump on here for a second and personally invite you to a one-off brand new masterclass that I am hosting on Thursday the 16th of May. How to scale your online business to six figures and beyond. So if you are a course creator, a membership owner or a coach, then this is for you. I'm sharing with you my most effective strategies to become the go-to person in your industry and grow your online business. I will cover how to build your audience, how to craft an irresistible offer and how to master your launch strategy so that you will know the most effective way to grow your audience and build your email list fast, know how to craft an offer that your audience will love and create a launch that fits with you and enables you to sell with ease. And why should you come and listen to me? Well, I started doing this almost 10 years ago and the very first client I worked with back in 2016, I helped him launch his very first membership. He had a done for you product and a one-to-one product and we created a membership. In his first launch, he got 130 members, bringing him in about 60,000 in income every year. Now, He has built a suite of online products that is bringing him in way over six figures every single year. This is going to be an awesome masterclass. You're going to get so much good stuff to take away with you to be able to use in your business. So to grab your free place, go to TeresaHeathWearing.com forward slash masterclass and I will see you there. You are listening to the Marketing That Converts podcast episode 149. You are listening to the Marketing That Converts podcast and I'm your host, Teresa Heathwaring. If you're a marketer, business owner or entrepreneur that is frustrated and overwhelmed with all the constant changes in digital marketing and social media, then you, my friend, are in the right place. Each week, I share with you easy, insightful and actionable steps that you can use to grow your business. So let's get started. Hello and a very warm welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. Well, the second podcast episode this week. So welcome to the Thursday episode. Now we've done one of these before, so you might be getting used to the format, but let me just explain again what's going to be happening. So every Thursday, I'm going to be interviewing an amazing small business superstar who has done something brilliant in their business that we can all look at and we can go, do you know what? I can try that too. And what I've asked them to do is pick one thing that they're good at or one thing that they did that was really good and what kind of results they got. So hopefully you can either give it a go or just think that's cool and it might give you some ideas. So on this week's episode, we have the very lovely Rebecca from Think Social, Be Social. Rebecca, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. So excited to be here. I listen to your podcast every week. So so to be on it is amazing. That is awesome. And you know what that's like? This is one of the reasons I'm loving this Thursday thing so much is I love the fact that I get the opportunity to bring on like, you know, you don't need to be the size of Michael Hyatt. You don't need to be the importables this world, because as people know, the reason why I did this is because we need real marketing by real people so that we can do the same. So, Rebecca, do you want to explain to my audience how you got to do the thing you're doing and what it is you do? Uh, So I had a another business, a children's sports coaching business, which was still continuing until COVID. Um, and now I have stopped that. But while I was doing that business, the thing that I really enjoyed was marketing and being on Facebook. And um, people would come to other businesses, would come to me and say, well, how do I do that? How do I check in here? How do I 
tag that person. Um, and then one day somebody said, why aren't you doing this as a job? And that was my light bulb moment of, oh my goodness, I could do what I love and get paid for it. Um, and so I immediately started um, my business, named it almost immediately, Think Social, Be Social. Um, and here I am now. Awesome. So you do social media management for other people. Yes. So it started off as um, consultancy that I, again, I teach other small businesses how to be using social media for their business. And then I had several people say, actually, just do it for me. So then Mm -hmm. it became management. And I've got six regular clients that I think have been with me from the almost the beginning um, that I do their social media for them every month. But I still love the teaching and the consultancy. And I've just brought in a power hour so that I can still help people as well. That's so cool. And I think the other thing that's cool about this is one thing I want people to hear as we're having this discussion is that Rebecca's doing it because she loves it. So like if you're sat there going, but I flipping hate the social media bit of my business, that's all right. Like you don't have to love every single thing you do, but obviously you couldn't do the job you do unless you absolutely love doing it because I have been there and done that and have the hats and it's hard work, isn't it? Managing social media for other people. It is, yeah, because also it changes so much. Every mm. day we wake up to new news of what's happening in social media. And if that isn't your thing, then you can't keep up with all of those changes. Mm. You know, you're focusing on your business, what you're really good at. And you can't be listening like I am all the time, listening and learning and researching everything so that I can try and break it down and and let other people know in bite-sized chunks how they can put it in their business. Yeah and funnily enough we were just having a very quick chat before we got on here about the fact of with some of this uh, some of the things that you can do and the platforms you need to physically do it yourself. I never understood the social media people who never manage social media for other people or never did like I saw it in fact I had a rant on Instagram the other day about uh there was an agency that's not a million miles away from where I live and they had put on their Instagram hey we do social media training and their own social media was appalling and it's like in order to be good at this stuff and we were just talking about reels because Rebecca's really good at reels um and I don't do them as we speak uh, that might have to change um but like she's got to physically create reels in order to know how to teach someone else to do it haven't you yeah, exactly. Everything that comes out and straight on that um, and, and like, you know, that sort of do it until you break it sort of thing. What, what, how do you do this? And learn by mistakes. I did a whole reel and then deleted it all. So now I know what not to do with things like that. Um, <laughs> and now the guides that they brought out, try and create different types of guides. So that again, I can show my clients how they would then put mm-hmm. that into their business. Yeah, absolutely. And also as well, which is a bit like we're trying to do with these episodes is you do it. Did it work? What did you get from it? Was it worth the effort? And then you can give a educated sort of response to your clients and go, well, actually, I got this. If you're looking for more of this and great, if you want it to do this, then it might not do that. So at least you can give them a good kind of understanding as to what they can achieve if they do it. Exactly. And what matches their personality as well. If they're really good on video or want to learn video, then they can be there. 
if they actually much prefer writing, then guides mm. is going to be really good for them. If they're yeah. quite happy to do snapshot little bits and pieces, then reels is going to be good. They don't have to do all of that, but mm. at least be aware of what opportunities there are. Yeah, such a good point. Okay, so what was your one thing in your business that you've done from a marketing point of view that you think has really helped you? Without a doubt, it is being social. I know that's what our business is called, and it's (laughs) it's not a surprise. But so many people do not do that. You have Mm. to be supportive and in the communities. If you're in networks and groups, you have to be an active member. you know, answering people's questions, supporting, inspiring, sharing, um, and and just being social. Yeah. And so in all honesty, I am like, I'm terrible when it comes to doing a, uh, like if I'm in a group, I'm not great at groups. If it's my group, it's fine. But if I'm someone else's group, I'm not great at getting involved and having those conversations. So Is there specific structured things that you would do in order to be social if it wasn't natural or you were nervous of it or you were fearful or you didn't want to irritate people? What sort of things would you do or how would you suggest someone else is more social? Um, So an easy way to do it is when somebody's written something, try and reply with a question. Okay. So depends how much time you've got. Obviously, you don't don't want to be spending all your time doing this, but Try and take out some time in your day where you're just interacting, engaging. So liking posts, sharing to your stories if you think your followers would be interested. As I said, if they make a comment, if it's on your stuff or or in a group you're in, try and respond with something that's interesting. So, you know, because that's they're going to sort of notice you and think, who's this person? look in and hopefully follow you and see what you're doing and share your stuff and be interactive with your thing but we all know that that one person that is always talking about themselves they're never interacting they're never in the group unless they're promoting and talking about themselves Mm. um and it just doesn't work you're more you're better like with my business I've always been that social helpful person because I like helping people Mm. um and I've never really ever had to advertise my business um, mm. because people just know I do social media. And if they do need social media help, they come to me or somebody will refer me. Yeah, absolutely. Like the other thing as well, when you're doing the more group thing and in the social media world, there are lots of groups. But in any world, actually, so no matter who, what industry you're in as you're listening to this, like the group thing and helping and being social in the groups is really, I think, and I know you are very good in our group, in in the academy group, is that a lot of the success as well, do you think? Do you think groups are part of your strategy with that? Um, I think groups help in so many different ways. Yes, you've got a sort of little team of people who are each cheering each other on, supporting, inspiring. But also, as a small business, it's it's quite lonely just being yourself. Yeah. There's only you to talk to. Mm. So to have a group where you can share ideas and it's a safe space um, to be talking about um, things that have worked, haven't worked, um, advice that you need. And, and 
you know, if you're at a party, you don't want to just be talking about yourself all the time. You want to be engaging with other people and you want to feel like you've come away and you've helped somebody or inspired somebody or supported somebody. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think what you just said there was a really good point. If you're at a party, you wouldn't just go and speak about yourself. And for me, that's what we have to remember about social media. It's that it's social. It's a it's a social interaction. It's a conversation. It's not about just shouting at the world. Okay, so how do you make this happen? Do you set an amount of time in the day? Do you have certain tasks that you do? Because I know what some people are going to be thinking is, I'm going to get on and I'm going to be social and I'm literally going to spend all this time just having conversations with people. And as if social media isn't time sucking enough, uh, this is going to do it a bit more. So how how do you structure that? So I don't have a particular strategy that I'm following, but what I like to do is be obviously in the groups that are going to be useful to me, work-wise and supportive, emotionally supportive as well. Um, and anything that is 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 um, either not making me happy or feeling a bit spammy, I just get rid of the group and leave the group. Mm. Um, and again, the same with your newsfeed. The people that are coming into your newsfeed, you can tailor that. You can be following people, unfollowing people, hiding, snoozing. Mm. You know, if you click those three dots, there's lots of different actions you can have. So then you know the people that are in front of you are your either kind of people or people that you want to attract to your business. And so what I'll often do is if I'm posting, I'll then spend five, 10 minutes after I've posted, just going through my newsfeed, mm-hmm. liking, like I said, sharing to my stories if something really amuses me or I think it's going to be good mm-hmm. for my target audience. And just, yeah, build that interaction into the time that I spend posting. Yeah or the beginning of the day and the end of the day, then I'll do that and I'll focus on just going online to have a look and see what else everybody else is doing And at the end of the day. And then the middle of the day is kind of my work time. Yeah, yeah. And I think as well, the conversation and the comments and the, I remember Chelsea Pites uh, once said something about, like on Instagram, you find yourself doing like a swipe by liking, where it's just like, 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 like. And and therefore, you need that more conversation and comments and, and like I said, sharing onto your stories. Now, I have to admit, on some platforms, I don't share at all. So Facebook, you won't see me very often share something to my feed, to my personal or work one I'll share works, obviously, just because that's not how I use it. Twitter, I'll happily retweet anything. Um, and again, on, on stories and Instagram posts, I will share certain things. But like you said, it, that interaction is so, so good. Okay, so. And just from that point about sharing your stories, make sure you always tag that person as well. Make sure that they know that you've mentioned them in your story, whether it's a post or their story. We can't share their story unless you're tagging it, but a post you can share and tag them. And then, you know, say something as well in there about why you're sharing it. And hopefully mm. they will share it back to their audience and mm. then their audience has seen you. And then yeah, you just, yeah. you know, got eyeballs from uh, a whole other group of people. Yeah. And that's, again, other than the being nice and having conversations, being social, that's the other thing. Your your name, your profile, your business is being seen in various other places. And as everyone knows, if they've listened to this podcast a while, I'm a big advocate of sharing 
anything that anybody tags you in because they're essentially doing your advertising job for you. So what kind of results have you seen then from doing this kind of proactive social side of social media? I get a lot of people say, well, you're everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) That's nice. And I'm not everywhere, but it appears like I'm everywhere because I'm not one of those um, lurkers. Yeah. I, I, I try and make sure that my face is out there or um, my name's out there. I've just changed my emoji to have pink hair like I have now um, so that when they see my emoji, they sort of relate it back to me again as well. Yeah. Um, and then, like I said, that I've never really ha- advertised my business because yeah. everything's referral word of mouth and my clients stay with me for a long time and you said as well in our um, discussion and notes when we were when we looked at this was that people often then tag you in so like when someone asks a question or when someone asks for someone's advice or does anybody know anybody can do this then that's when people kind of go in a group or on social media because this is such a good point as well because we are posting this stuff, but we need to remember that there are lots of different people watching. And although the person that you're interacting with may not be your perfect customer, someone else they follow might say, who do you know that does this? And then there we go. Exactly. And a lot of people get that wrong in networking groups as well. That They go to the networking groups thinking they're selling to the people in that group, but mm. you're not. If they happen to use you, then obviously that's brilliant. But what you're trying yeah. to do is tell those 30 people you exist so that each of those 30 people, if they come across someone that needs social media help, they're going to suggest you. And it's exactly the same with social, isn't it? Exactly the same. That is awesome. Thank you so very much. Rebecca, how can people come and find you and support you and follow you and watch your stuff? Where is best to come and find you? As I said, I am everywhere. So whatever your platform of choice, you will find me there as Think Social, Be Social or Rebecca Ward. But Instagram is my fave. I end up going back to every single day I'm on Instagram. And that's also where I'm putting stories, tips, reels, tips. I've written a guide for how to create reels and to be social. Um, And then over on my website, thinksocialbesocial.com, I've written blogs about reels and guides. So if you want to just understand a bit more about how to use them and they're real sort of quick blogs with images as well because I'm not a wordy person. Wonderful that is amazing thank you so much for joining me today and sharing your amazing tips with my audience that's cool. Thank you Teresa. No worries okay so if you enjoyed today's episode then please do go check Rebecca out we're going to hook up to everything in her show note in our show notes sorry uh, where you can go and click and go and have a look at her stuff And obviously this is new, what we're doing. So let's show everyone lots of love. If you can share this, if you can go and like her post or do whatever you can, that would be so good to know that you guys are really enjoying these new type of episodes. Okay, have a great rest of your week and I will see you on Monday. Thank you so much for listening to the Marketing That Converts podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode, then I would love it so very much if you were happy enough to head over to iTunes and give me a review. 